back guys yes the nfl season is here nfl week one best time of the year right besides the summer ending this is the <laughs> this is the best time of the year early september hope everyone had a good summer uh most of you guys probably watch me in the ufc videos as well but i do get um a little more views more people watching me uh during the nfl videos so i do appreciate that but you should also check out the ufc videos as well huge year over there again uh give me a follow on all platforms I'm, I'm over on youtube of course uh, for years and years what five years now uh, but now on spotify now on apple Podcasts, few other places you get podcasts uh, i just transfer it to audio file over there 25 30 minutes short form uh, i'm not gonna bore you for <clears throat> i won't say bore you but <laughs> i'm not gonna make you listen to hour two hour podcast um 25 30 minutes short form uh, i just transferred over there so give me a follow over there guys it's important um if you don't want to watch videos all the time i get it it's sometimes not user friendly youtube especially if you're in the car or if you're uh, running or whatever uh start listening over on spotify and apple podcast full nfl season packages now available guys plus futures betting card uh, if you want to bet nfl uh, I did have a, just NFL, I did have a few requests for it. Uh, so I created a package uh, for full season uh, or a separate package just for futures. Uh, but of course, same weekly packages, all sports, monthly. I obviously always encourage a longer term package, all sports. Uh, currently handicapping NFL, PGA, and UFC. Uh, however, of course, NBA and NHL is around the corner head over to the website systemsportscapping.com if you want to know more information got client comments over there resume um, records subscription opportunities and of course link.me slash system capping everything's there as well a little easier uh, to scroll through everything um, that's in my social media or you can just type that in as well social media system capping on all platforms give me a follow over there for free picks uh, updates, sports news, and just updates in the sports betting world in general. How this year's videos are going to look. Let's do a quick run. It's going to be similar. I'm going to pick out three big games or games that I like to talk about. Now, keep in mind, these aren't always client plays. Uh, it's just games that I want to talk about, give my thoughts on, break them down for you guys, and provide a free free play uh, at times as well. Um I'll also do the favorite money line and teaser plays for the week that I like and underdogs, right? We usually do well in the underdog segment uh, each year. I think one year we went like 13 and three. I don't really keep records of it, uh, to be honest, because I'm going to give more options. You know, look at these uh, teams this week. They have underdog shots. So that's kind of how it's going to be similar to years before. Another profitable year uh, last year uh, in the regular season and playoffs but especially a great playoffs uh, profitable each 
week in the playoffs. Regular season, a little up and down at times. I didn't have the best spread market uh, from a spread standpoint, uh, but great in the prop market. Uh, money line uh, parlays as well helped uh, a ton. Uh, future market, I got caught with the Colts. Um, Colts had the down year, uh, but the future market in the playoffs made up for it big time. Uh, ex- we had the exact NFL finals hit for us plus 220, uh, full unit there with Eagles and 49ers. Uh, and then we had the exact Super Bowl outcome at the start of the playoffs. Chiefs over Eagles, that paid plus 1100. So again, it's a long-term game, guys. Uh, you're not going to have a good week every week, but throughout the season, right, you're going to have a, I'm going to have a profitable season. And that's always the goal. Um, it's going to vary from year to year how much profit, right? 60 units of profit over the last two years alone. Remember, smaller unit better, 0.5, uh, one unit, best bets, uh, two units. Rarer are best bets, 2-0 and last year uh, on bets, best, best bets. I do have a pending best bet in the future market. Um, so if you want that, head over to the website to purchase the futures package. Let's hear from my Chris, uh, my friend Kristen before we get into the game breakdowns. She's an ex-lingerie um, football uh, player, now model and race car driver. The NFL season is around the corner, and for you sports bettors out there, let's be honest, you probably need a little bit of help reading those books. System Capping is a proven long-term winner against the sports betting market in multiple sports. He's built a worldwide clientele due to his high winning percentage over the years. Be sure to click the link on the bio down here to check out his profile, and you can also find out his resume, client comments, podcasts, and subscription opportunities. I'm going to be... Shop around, guys, and have multiple books. I stress this to my clients. I stress it to you guys all the time. It's the best advice I can give week to week. Have multiple books. Prices change from book to book. Lines change from book to book. I've already seen 0.5 lines. I've even seen uh, one book was holding lions plus five and a half. Uh, other, all the other books were four and a half. Um, I'm staying away from that game. <laughs> I do lean the plus five and a half lines, but uh, Kelsey's questionable. There's a lot of questions in that game, uh, so I'm staying away from the Thursday Nighter. But yeah, multiple books, guys. I stress that all the time to clients. Um, they do vary from book to book. I have about five active books, um, so I get the best number out there. If you can't get that number, I can. So that's the number I'm playing, right? This week, we will be talking Bill's Jets. How can you not talk this game? Even though I don't love it from a betting standpoint, maybe, I got to talk this game. It's the Monday Nighter. I usually talk the Monday Nighter anyway. So no matter what the Monday Night game is, I talk it. Um, and it's a big one. Big divisional game. Big Monday Nighter early on. Bengals-Browns. Another big divisional game. Uh, I'll talk that uh, as well. And Seahawks versus Rams divisional game. And I think two teams going in opposite directions. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get comfortable. Bengals minus two and a half at Browns. Uh, total 47 and a half here, guys. A divisional game in the North. The North champions, Bengals, uh, head over to Cleveland. You know, a place that's never easy to play. It's not easy to play. I remember I went uh, one time to see Baltimore at Cleveland um this was before the pandemic for sure 
they ended up losing that game in Cleveland, and Baltimore was having a, huge, a big year. So you you never know. Cleveland plays well at home, guys. It is week one, so it is tough to predict how a team's going to come out. I always suggest and stress week one, guys, have lower volume. You know, pick your spots. I've been burned in week one before, so I kind of limit my volume this year. Limit from spreads as well. I kind of more lean maybe to the money line uh, parlay or totals uh, more uh, than the spread market. Uh, but I'll be in the spreads uh, circa uh, again. So you have to bet five, which you know I never like five spreads in a week. It, it's tough to like five spreads a week. That's what that tournament does. I'll also be in the Survivor uh, tournament at circa. Uh, as well with a couple entries there. That's always fun. Um, last year didn't go so well. Um, the other year, we I think I went to week 13. Uh, I did win a Survivor Contest before going 17 for 17 one year. Let's get back into the conversation here. Bengals versus Browns. Uh, the question going into this game, will Burrow play, right? He got hurt about three, four weeks ago. Non-contact injury. That's always scary. But it looks like the this is... The best thing that could happen uh, from a news standpoint is Burrow looks like he's playing. He looks like he's playing. He back. He was back at practice. Uh, he went through practice uh, on Tuesday or Wednesday there. Um, so he should be playing. Now, is he 100%? I would say no. And his movement could be possibly jeopardized. He might not be moving 100%. And that's what the Browns are going to want to try to exploit here. And that's how you beat Burrow. You bring pressure. Right? You bring pressure against Burrow and limit his timing. Right? You could say that for a lot of teams and a lot of quarterbacks, but especially against the Bengals where they rely on getting the wide receivers open, allowing Burrow to throw and allowing him to have time. Get to him, you can beat them. Cool stat here. Cincinnati is 1-4 last year when Burrow was sacked four-plus times. Right? 1-4, that's a big stat. In comes Miles Garrett, 16 sacks last year and 26 QB hits. Scary man, right? They did lose Clowney, uh, who brought good pressure. Uh, however, they brought in Zadarius Smith, which is going to replace him just fine. Um, you know, the, my opinion, this game's decided in the trenches, like a lot of games. But if the Browns want to win this game, they got to get the Burrow. Uh, Denzel Ward versus Chase will be fun to watch. Uh, Brown's secondary is, is fairly decent. Um, I like to watch that. You know, look for Higgins to maybe have a bigger game or Boyd. Um, you know, I'm not saying Denzel Ward's going to shut down Chase. Uh, but I could see um, Burrow looking more to Boyd or Higgins in this one. Uh, interesting to see how Burrow's going to play uh, right out of the gate due to missing some time, right? That's hard to predict. He's only been back for one or two practices. Keep that in mind. It is Joe Burrow, so I'm not as concerned if it was uh, somebody else. Um, but that's something to also keep in mind here. You know, nice addition in the secondary for the Browns, bringing in one Thornhill from KC secondary. They didn't. They did need some secondary help. I think at corner they were okay. Um, Newsom uh, and Emerson just need to play it to their standards. I think they have a fairly decent secondary. Um, and the, the question always will be for the Bengals is, is the run game, right? I'm not worried about the wideouts, even though I do think secondary in Cleveland could kind of limit them uh, for the guys I just mentioned. The question is the running back um, situation in the Bengals. Yes, they brought back Joe Mixon. Um, 
but they like to use him more in the passing game. <laughs> 60 receptions last year, guys, for Mixon out of the backfield. That is high. That is high for any RB1. You know, his numbers on the ground uh, weren't great. Uh, they did lose Pirine. So their depth at running back is not great. I, I get it. They're not a run first team. They like to throw. But like I mentioned, if you can get the pressure up there on Burrow and you can limit their star wide receivers, not take away fully, but limit them, you have a good chance uh, to win this game, guys. Question on the offensive side now for Cleveland, obviously Deshaun Watson starting his first year. Unlike last year where he came in in the middle of the season, played seven games, wasn't great. Uh, wasn't great in the seven games. Uh, I wouldn't say he has a ton of weapons around him. Obviously, Cooper, uh, number one wide receiver, is a solid number one. Yeah, I expect him to get over 1,000 yards again. You know, Peoples-Jones, a nice, true, deep threat. It could be pushing that 1,000 yards. Alassie was just under it. I think the X factor will be David Njoku, if he could stay healthy at tight end. I think he could have a career year this year. I did attack him uh, in fantasy, so hopefully he does. Um, I just don't see it. I, I see some some targets for him in this offense. It's not a deep wide receiver core, right? Not a deep tight end core. So I could see some targets for him, uh, especially early on. Bengals secondary seems to be a bit banged up uh, coming into this one. I think it's going to be a little younger. Um, keep that in mind uh, here as well. Nick Chubb, right? He should be obviously busy. Uh, one of the better backs in the NFL. However, the Bengals were top five versus the run last year. Uh, keep that in mind. Um, and I think that's how uh, they're going to have to beat the Bengals is try to establish a run early. Can they? We'll see. Uh, that's how they're going to have to uh, win, win, run the ball well at home. Uh, Watson doesn't have to overplay, but you know, obviously hit some big throws with Cooper down there and Peoples-Jones. Uh, to a secondary I don't think is great. Remember, they also lost Jesse Bates, solid safety, uh, solid safety there. Uh, so I can expect, um, you know, them to have a little success in the air as well. Um, I could see the Bengals taking a bit of a step back here uh, this season. However, uh, Burrow, you know, is hard to bat. It's hard to bet against and Chase, one of the best wide receivers in the league. It's going to be about pressuring them and limiting Chase as much as possible. Uh, Denzel Ward has an opportunity to do that here. He does have an opportunity to do that. Uh, big addition for the Bengals over the offseason uh, was uh, getting that right tackle. Getting that O-line. They Their, their issue all was the O-line. Um, but obviously bringing in uh, Orlando Brown was huge for them. Uh, so that was big uh, for uh, <clears throat> the Bengals. And we'll see how quickly he adapts uh, with them last year a one and one split home and home cleveland got the win at home like i mentioned this team at home can be scary again week one week one right so i do see some value here with the browns uh plus two and a half um would i be surprised if bengals just win this by a field goal no i expect this to be a three point five point game i expect to be a close one just what team's gonna come out quicker out of the gates watson probably the more healthy guy uh, has been practicing more. Burrow's kind of just getting thrown in here. Keep that in mind. Uh, is Burrow good enough to just bounce back without much practice? Sure, right? He he is, and he, he can go into Cleveland and win this game, but you know, I'm going to lean Cleveland here. Uh, not going to make my client guard. I like to talk about the tough games. This is not a game a lot of people probably have circled the bet uh, this week. Total's tough. 
Total is very tough. You can see a, a scoring affair. You can see both teams do have some offensive weapons to score. So I'll be staying away from the total here. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Browns put up a game here. Uh, it is early on in the season. I advise uh, to limit uh, your betting card this weekend. Seattle, minus five versus LA Rams. Total is 46.5. In Seattle, always a tough place. To play another divisional game uh, with two teams. I like I mentioned at the top of this video seems to be going in opposite direction. Seattle uh, saved Geno Smith's career. What a year from Geno Smith, and he got paid because of it. Everything really clicked for him last year in this offense. Over a over a hundred passer rating, huge uh, for Geno Smith, and he has the weapons right, and he has more weapons this year. Metcalf and Lockett, of course, are back in. Um, and comes with a first-round pick now. Also, wide receiver Jackson Smith Najigba. He's playing uh, this week. By the end of the year, this guy could be uh, this. Sorry, this core could be the best in the NFL from a depth standpoint. All three together, right? You have the deep threats, and you have Najigba who can play more of a slot, right? You know, Rams lost James, uh, lost Ramsey. Uh, the secondary is looking weak, in my opinion, very young. So I expect Geno Smith to expose it. Again, week one, a little early. Maybe the offense doesn't click uh, right away, but he's going to have the opportunity to do so. Obviously, Donald up front could cause havoc. They did lose Leonard Floyd, uh, who was a solid contributor in the edge game. So I think the Rams are kind of rebuilding now. Uh, no Cooper Cup in this game. Keep in mind their main weapon. I think their offensive threats are very limited. Uh, I'm not too excited about this team at all, guys. <laughs> Definitely not excited about the Rams uh, at all. They lost some O-line help as well. Uh, Geno Smith will just need to play like last year and can't be one of those, you know, just one-hit wonder guys if this team wants to do well. And I think the Seattle team has a great opportunity to push for a division title against the 49ers. Now, 49ers just brought back Bosa, so I'm not too sure <laughs> if they're going to win the division, but I can see Seattle get back into that wild card spot. Uh, they have a fairly favorable, um, I think they're mid-table uh, for regular season uh, strength of schedule. Um, but I like the Seattle team. Defense is always going to be the question, can they stop the run? Right? Cam Akers has a chance to, you know, play well here. Uh, not high on Cam Akers, but he has a chance to run the ball well. And the Rams will need to run the ball here somewhat to hang around in this game. I like Seattle uh, the most on the money line and a two-teamer. Uh, I lean the minus five. Uh, they did win both games last year by three points. However, I do think Seattle has improved and the Rams haven't. So, Sure, you know, Seattle could just win by three, but the home fans, uh, no Cooper Cup. Issues in the locker room for uh, LA Rams, uh, which actually the big mouth Stafford's wife uh, brought to attention, who continues to do this. Uh, and she's just a basket case. I don't know how Stafford puts up with her. Um, there's, there's a lot of concerns with this Rams team. Um, Stafford said he's not clicking well, apparently. He, he told his wife. His wife just basically blurt that out. So, hey, how can you bet the Rams here? Um, Seattle wins this game. Um, and I lean the minus five as well. Here's a fun one. Here is a fun one. And it's the Monday Nighter. Bills minus two and a half versus Jets. Total 46 and a half. Um, this could be one of the... This probably be the best game of the week. Maybe one of the best of the year. Now, it's week one, so maybe it's going to be a little sloppy. Keep that in mind. 
not what Aaron Rodgers wanted to start his career with the Jets, the Bills, right, in the Bills' defense. However, he needs to get used to it due to their tough schedule, especially early on in the season. The Jets don't have a favorable schedule this year, guys. The Jets went all in on the offseason, right? Bring in Rodgers, some weapons from Green Bay and Lazard and Cobb, and obviously his old offensive coordinator, Hackett, who they stole from Denver, who had a terrible season at head coach. He will also have some other weapons. Garrett Wilson, number one wide receiver who can kind of mock that Devontae Adams, right, who he missed last year. He didn't have a number one wide receiver in Green Bay last year. Now in put Garrett Williams. You've seen that connection in the preseason. Tredavious White versus Will, uh, Wilson is a fun matchup. Let's see if Tredavious White can limit him. Uh, that'll be a fun one to watch. Trenches will be key here, though, in my opinion. The Jets' O-line is still a question. It's still a question. We saw it in preseason as well being a question. Jets did start their full team last preseason game with Rodgers, and they had to take out Rodgers because he was getting pressured too much. So keep that in mind. Um, the O-line will be something to watch. Wasn't good last year. They did improve it a little bit, but is it enough? Bills will want to test that early, try to get to him. They got a new toy in Leonard Floyd, who they just stole from the Rams, who I just mentioned. Nine sacks last year. So if you can get back to 9-10 uh, this year, That'll be nice. Vaughn Miller will be out in the first game here, but uh, expect him to be back. The Jets went out, got uh, Delvin Cook at running back as well. Uh, Brees Hall coming off that injury. I think he should play. However, um, it should be like a 1A, 1B type of scenario. Hard to predict uh, in fantasy. I stayed off both those guys due to that. The Bills offense is similar uh, with a few changes. Lost Isaiah McKenzie and Singletary, uh, which gives Cook, uh, not Delvin Cook, his brother cooks more time uh, but they did add Damian Harris uh, from the Pats a good goal line guy gets those tough yards Diggs versus Gardner excited for that right Diggs versus Gardner dream matchup to watch uh, look for Davis to be busier uh, Gabriel Davis uh, I don't think they're gonna target Diggs a ton uh, so Davis could be a look uh, maybe in your prop market and the new tight end they brought in as well obviously they still have their tight end from last year uh, Knox uh, but Kincat, they drafted high. Uh, so look for both those guys to be active uh, in week one. I usually look more to unders uh, week one if I were to bet uh, the totals. And I would have to lean the under here due to the both defenses being possible top fives. We know the Jets rely on their defense, right? And I expect it to be a top five unit. So I do expect the Jets uh, to play good defensive here. I lean the under 46 and a half. Both games went under last year. Uh, keep that in mind, guys. Uh, they split one and one at home. Uh, line hasn't moved all week, right? Bills minus two and a half. Again, there's some value here on the underdog. Uh, and that's going to lean me right into the underdog options of the week, guys. Underdog options of the week. And it's going to be about the two I talked about. If I had to bet any underdogs, don't love any this week. But it's gonna. I'm going to have to look at the Browns and the Jets at home. Uh, there is some value with both. Um... Not going to make my client card uh, due to week one. Like I mentioned, guys, week one, I like to feel it out more. I like to see how teams are starting. Uh, but there is some value there. Bigger underdog, um, Miami has a chance to win that game um, in a game that I think probably just be high scoring and reckless. <laughs> so Miami does have a chance if they can outscore the Chargers at home. Um, that is also um, a possible look at a bigger underdog. I don't see any larger underdogs uh, winning this week but it's week one <laughs> last year week one was wild uh, hopefully we don't see that again this year favorite money line plays and uh, teaser options you know i talked about one already 
uh, Seattle at home. Uh, I like them to get the win uh, on the money line. You can pair that with multiple games to get plus money in the market. I have already for clients uh, that is pending. Remember, guys, I don't play big parlays. It's not recommended to win long term. Uh, two, a team um, parlay. It's rare. Once in a while, I'll do a three team. If I really, really like three teams to win that week and I can't get to the spread, it's rare, one or two a year. Uh, but I do have a two teamer pending right now. Teaser options. You got a lot out there, guys. You got a lot out there. Uh, Washington just to win over the worst team in the world, Arizona. Uh, Ravens just to win by a field goal or more. Uh, you got the Eagles out there plus three and a half as well. Uh, Falcons plus three and a half at home should get the win there over Carolina. Uh, lots of options in the teaser market there. Uh, I usually do have a teaser play each week. Um, seven point, you know, six or seven point teasers uh, I recommend. And they can be profitable. Uh, keep in mind, teaser is the key word in these plays. <laughs> You want my client plays and personal plays for a week one? Head over to the website or biolink link.me slash system capping uh, to purchase today. Week one, I mentioned, guys, lower volume. I'll have a total here and there. No player props unless something really stands out due to injury. Uh, no player props. Um, I'll have a spread or two um, and a money line and teaser. I'll be back in the Circa contest, uh, guys, uh, back in Vegas uh, for a few days. Uh, so looking forward to that. I'll be on a podcast, uh, hopefully, uh, at Circa, uh, guest podcast. Not too sure if it's happening 100%, uh, but we will see. I think it's like a Saturday morning type of thing or uh, when it's not as busy uh, there at Circa. Office to Vegas tomorrow. Exciting time of the year, guys. Uh, I'm excited for the NFL season. I'll be extra busy. Thanks to all the new clients that jump on board during the NFL season. Uh, I'm, I'm fairly busy throughout the year due to my UFC, PGA pedigree and NHL, NBA, etc. Uh, however, when NFL comes around, you know, the clients come in a lot more. So I do appreciate all you guys. Long term's the best way. If you want to feel it out for the month, I get it. Uh, if you're a new client, but if you're a returning client, you should understand that, you know, long term's the way to go. Like I always say, guys, bet smart and know your limits. Enjoy week one. Mm-hmm.